that would be fun, but I'm just kind of lazy. <laughs> That's the last thing you are, my friend, is lazy. Don't uh, say that about yourself. I'm pretty lazy when I want to be. When you want to be. That's the difference. <laughs> it's not laziness then, is it? Is it? Is it? I, is it? If you're choosing it? If you're choosing to be lazy, but isn't that part the point of being lazy is that you, you, you're lazy because you choose to be lazy? Or is laziness just a... Like I, I don't know. I thought lazy was just something you are or not. Uh, I don't know. I guess <laughs> because you, I guess you could just be lazy, <coughs> but know, but also at that point, isn't that a choice? You know what? I'm too high for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why don't you give us a snippy snappy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. I'm just gonna get my shit together here. Okay. Okay. This is this is a good example of you not being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, you, you know why I love lazy people? Why? Because they're the most efficient people. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I view myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Because you know you don't want to do things twice, right? So you just <laughs> you get a lazy person to do it, so they figure out the best and most efficient way to do it, so they don't have to do it again, or they don't have to put enough effort into doing it. See. Always get a lazy person to do it because they're smarter, right? Minimal effort, maximum efficiency. That's a judo saying. Mm, mm -hmm. Man's bringing up the judo knowledge now. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's a lazy man's sport. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know how I know it's a lazy man's sport? Because I did it for over a decade, oh. <laughs> and it is not a lazy man's sport, but it is a lazy man's sport at higher levels. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's like a chess game, but a lazy man chess game. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking? I about? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. I am. Are you ready? Pretty much fucking ready. Alrighty. And wow, what a hole. I want them to be able to see me, mm -hmm. my beautiful face while I do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and welcome back to Animation Anime. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, if you are watching, well, actually, I guess if you're listening to, <laughs> yeah. you're, gonna, you're about to actually not all hear. of you. Yeah, all of you. Even if you're not listening, we're still talking <laughs> to you, anyways. <laughs> uh, Stop ignoring us. Yes, I, yeah. <laughs> you can you can be lazy and listen to us. It's easy. Yeah. You know what's also easy? Judo. <laughs> Judo. <laughs> no, it is not. It's a lazy man sport. <laughs> oh, my God. All, all my old, like, my old Judo coach is probably fucking rolling <laughs> around in his oh, bed yeah, right dude. now. <laughs> like a lazy piece of... 
Sensei, if you if you ever watch this, I'm sorry. I was just kidding. I'm also sorry, Sensei. <laughs> yeah, I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, are missing Jordy again. What else is new, man? I know. He's a... Piece of shit. Yeah. Used to be. Used to be. Actually, yeah, used to be. Yeah, people can change. Yeah, he... (laughs) Wait, what? what, what, Why was he... Why is he used to be a piece of shit? Nah, it's just a fucking joke we have with him. (laughs) Oh, I know, Um, yeah. But yeah, no, unfortunately, Jordy can't be with us again, uh, which means you guys are stuck with another list. Yes. From me and Mikey. Well, actually, I'm, I'm happy that we we get to do this every so often. I'm, I'm, it's sad, definitely sad that Jordy's not here. Yeah. Like, you know, that's our kind of our usual oh, yeah. shtick. But I do really enjoy... Start the show. Make, yeah. Fuck you, Jordy. <laughs> but I really do like making these lists sometimes or like Same. just doing these things that are like, you know... Not re- a part of our regular program. Well, we can't really do it when he's here, unfortunately. Because, yeah. like, you're just going to have some lost, confused guy chirping to try and piss us off the whole time and <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get nowhere because we're just gonna get stuck in the weeds because yeah. he's talking shit yeah exactly Literally talking shit yeah the definition of of so this way it gives us a chance to gush and talk about the things that we love or hate yes whether that's toxic couples or Waifus, waifus, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, if you guys are watching JJK right now, (laughs) yeah, you know, you know, a sexy husband is dropping all sorts of panties. Yeah, well, yeah, I gotta, I don't know how old he is in this new season, but uh, yeah, I mean, regardless, it's fiction, we're gonna go with it. (laughs) (laughs) The old anime excuse, Excuse. I like it, I like it. Um, but this time we've landed on maybe the most important list to mm-hmm. eat to each of us. Yes. To our own personal tastes and sensibilities here. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe other than our last list, which was yeah. the nineties TV series. Cause this time yeah. we're doing nineties anime films, the movies, people last mm-hmm. time we had to forgo a bunch of really big names in yeah. the nineties. Just for the sake of doing two episodes. Yeah. And I'm glad we did because looking at this top 10, mm-hmm. holy shit, dude. Yeah. There is no room for us any shows yeah. if no. we were to combine the list. There, there's no way. I mean, we're, we're also missing a bunch of films, obviously, because oh, of it's top 10s like X or like um, Jack or Blackjack, like any, anything from Clamp to from back in the day. Um, I know that there's a lot of like movies from like series like Dragon Ball, and we've got a couple on here. But um, as far as like movies, this is probably or just even t- like like tier lists or 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 top ten lists in general. I'm gonna say it. Y'all can come after me, <laughs> but this is the most prominent one. This is the decade. This is the decade, but I even like we even talked about off 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 camera or off off mic that this I would put this up against any list out there, and I think this would take it no matter what. Yeah, like of of like movie rankings and whatnot. Yeah, I mean yeah. because we say art style, uh, storytelling, impact on society and franchises, and um, the impact it had on North American film industries. Yep. Yep. Right. Like this is the most influential. I agree. Yeah. I, I think it's it's when things stepped up yep. to a really next level. I think you were getting lots of evidence that that was going to happen back mm-hmm. in the '80s, um, but I think it actually happened in the '90s. Yeah. You know, um, 
it, it was a really transformative decade. And even the stuff that you got just on the other side of the 90s and the early 2000s, it was really just carrying over mm -hmm. everything that the 90s had established. And that's why, like, those early 2000s movies are, like, right up there, you know. Yeah. Well, we kind of— Amazing we, shit. We're kind of on the cusp with some of these, too, because some of them are 99, right? So Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely. For sure. But, I mean, I guess— it, it kind of pushes that boundary a little bit. Like, where do we do the cutoff? Because sometimes, you know, early 2000 movies feel like 90s movies. Yeah, right? for sure. And and that, that's exactly what I mean, right? Yeah. You see that influence, you know, obviously overflowing into the early 2000s, but you still see it nowadays mm -hmm. as well, like big time. And, um, you know, we talked about this last time as well, mm -hmm. about how a lot of these newer shows, outside of the ones that are fucking around with the 3D stuff a lot, a lot of these yeah. newer hand, like, 2d animated shows they're trying to evoke this era yeah and nowadays with technology and digital things making things a little easier and a little bit more polished sometimes you can end up with stuff uh nowadays that that looks as good well not as good almost as good <laughs> as these old movies did they, right yeah. and these old movies were like the gold standard for the yeah. longest time but now you're getting stuff like, you know, out of like Demon Slayer and, and mm. all these like Jujutsu Kais and these modern shows that are really visually striking. And these people, like, I feel like a lot of young people maybe don't realize the reason it looks so good mm. is because they are evoking the 90s. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're dipping their toes back into. They're just doing it through a modern lens with modern technology, with modern ease, right? Yeah, but I would argue, though, like... As much as they, they're trying to evoke this, it they're never going to. No, that's why I said right. it's almost as almost. good. <laughs> Not as, quite yeah, as good, but, yeah. you know, like, yeah, the stuff you, nowadays, it's yeah. almost there. You can't, you cannot, you cannot give the same energy as these 90s animations. Like, there's a vibe to them. There is a soul to them that just cannot be replicated through any kind of 3D. Even the animations that are done by hand now and, like, the styles that are done now, they cannot replicate it because they just don't go into that much detail. And it just doesn't, like, ooze that same vibe. No, you're right. right? Any, anytime they want to reach these levels of detail and like mm. artistic quality mm. they just jump to digital they just yeah. jump to 3d they jump to the easy technological yeah. fix you know what i mean like what happened with with mecha anime yeah as soon as 3d technology became a thing all of the big fight moments and big movements and transformation scenes all of a sudden yeah. became 3d shots yeah. right and and that's not to say that the Mecca is now devoid of great art. Like no, no, no. It's all fantastic, but it's noticeable, and and you know when they're doing it, and you know why they're doing it. But Mecca is the only one that I would say they like when 3D was really kind of coming into play and kind of taking over a lot was the one genre that it didn't look as janky. You it, know, yeah, it yeah, helped. Yeah, yeah. Right. big space, space robot. robots, right? Like, like, yeah, you have like more sharper lines. You know, it's fine. Yeah. It looks good. It's like, okay, right? Gundams can be three D. Well, they transform. I don't yeah. really care that fucking much. Yeah, but, um, but humans, yeah, that's fucking weird. But by contrast, uh, you take something like, uh, you know, the, the transformation scene of of unicorn. Okay. Yes. One of my favorite series, one of your favorite one series. One of my favorite series. Okay, yeah. but you take just the transformation sequence, very heavily 3D uh, model for yep. that for that whole sequence, and you put that up against, uh, I don't know, the double barrel 
fucking wing zero oh dude. endless waltz dude fucking you shot you from the sky you just can't <laughs> dude, the, it was drawn by yeah, hand dude. dude like 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 the it's iconic night and day yeah the iconic scene of that double barrel with the wings spread out like like the you, force perspective that's yeah. like artistic style like through the roof yeah. man like but it's you don't even have like like don't get me wrong. Like you, you, we, you and I both know that we both love both Zero, uh, or sorry, I'm not talking shit on yeah, Unicorn. Yeah, unicorn, it's a or, great or, sequence. Or Wing, right? No, but what, this, this is what I'm getting at, is that Wing has those iconic moments, right? Or like like those pose moments, but um, you could argue that Unicorn definitely does, but not in the same way, right? Like, I, I, I can't, I can't. You're right. It's not the same, dude. Like, I can't think of an individual shot, an individual frame mm-hmm. in all of Unicorn that hits the way that, that shot, shot does, hits. man. Right, yeah. and, and, and if you even just look at it from a technological perspective, if they were to remake Endless Waltz nowadays mm-hmm. and all of the Gundam sequences were done in 3D and they recreated that exact shot from that exact mm-hmm. angle with a 3D model, mm-hmm. it would not look the same. Mm-hmm. It would not feel the same. Because there's there are artistic choices being made for the foreshortening and the perspective and the, yep. and the drama of that fucking, fucking. right like it's magnificent and you cannot replicate that through a janky rigid mm-hmm. like three D model mm-hmm. and that's essentially what they're animating. Yep. And like again, don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on the new stuff. I love like yeah. I love what the three D stuff can bring us. Um, it's gorgeous sometimes. This is 90s appreciation day, exactly. guys. So, 90s unfortunately, for all you fucking youngins, <laughs> this I is what shit, it is. I got to shit on some new stuff a little bit just so that I can express how good that old stuff was. Yeah. Know um, your fucking roots, people. But yeah, I, I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep into Endless Waltz cuz maybe we'll talk about that later. But um, but I do want to say too though, the industry was very different back then. Sure. Compared to to the anime industry now, no right? Doubt. Like, like, no doubt, totally different, totally different work ethics. It was still hustle and bustle, but you had people that were, I, I want to say, arguably hungrier. <laughs> like for what? Like, uh, like fans were hungrier for anime, or like creators um, were hungrier. What do you creators mean? Creators were hungrier, right? Okay. To get it out there, right? Because yeah. there's a little bit more work that was involved. It was still new and fresh. Right, because like we talked about off off camera, where have where these movies like the impact has been made. You cannot do impact again, right? Yes. Like it only happens once. Yes. Right. So like it'll never be replicated. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so I think back then it was definitely a little bit different, and I I kind of hope that I'm right in this. I'm I'm not sure, but I, I hope that. It also, the work ethic was a little bit different as far as it being a bit more, you know, less. You know, work you to the bones, and you know you might actually die of malnutrition. Kind of yeah. Work. No, the pressures had yeah. to have been different yeah. for sure, right? Because yeah, the public expectation wasn't there for high quality anime to be coming out mm-hmm. constantly, right? Yeah. Back then, it was like it was so niche that even anime fans, I think, I mean, I can only speak to myself as a child. I just felt lucky. Yeah. Anytime I got any anime as a kid. Yeah. And we're talking, you know? and we're all, we're obviously also talking about our North American experience, right? It's we're not talking about you know sure. what, what it's I, like in Japan. Yeah, but yeah. I can only speak to me, yeah. but like I remember as a kid, like 
I was not discerning as a child yeah. as far as what anime I watched. If it was anime, yeah. I fucking watched it, dude. <laughs> Hamtaro. Yeah. Like, fucking. Which is yeah, funny, too, because, yeah, any of those fucking. Those um, barely anime ones yeah. that, like, most people just remember as little kid cartoon shows. Yeah. Like, that was anime. Yeah, that was anime. That came Hamtaro. from Japan. Um, what's, what's it called? Like, all the Hello Kitty, the Senrio stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Batsumaru. Like, yeah. All but that like, stuff, yeah. You know, it. it it was you were just thankful for anything you could get your hands on and mm -hmm. you were just appreciative of it all um and but as far as like people being hungrier like i i definitely would agree that like i think I, I, and i can't say for sure i'm just speculating here but that creators um were trying to prove something i think mm -hmm. through the 90s where where they had all of this momentum mm -hmm. and they were seeing this success and they were getting recognition and accolade from the Western world for mm -hmm. the first time. Mm -hmm. Movies like Ghost in the Shell and Akira getting noticed by <clears throat> big Western directors. I mean, I bring it up every time, but fucking yeah. James Cameron. James Cameron, I mean, how yeah. much did this guy fucking lift from Akira and Ghost in the Shell by his own admission? Yeah. Um, you know, like really influential Western works that, that wouldn't have looked the way they did yeah. or happened the way they did well darren aronofsky that. if any of you guys know who darren aronofsky is there you go. if you don't you youngins fucking look him up he's incredible yeah <laughs> pie yeah. um for a dream right yeah so yeah. record for a dream just fyi that's a fucked up movie one of my favorites all of aronofsky's movies are fucked up but yes you probably already know that if you know except him. for noah noah was kind of weird but anyways yeah black swan specifically is literally uh a lit i shouldn't say literally but like <laughs> Um, heavily, like influenced. heavily influenced by Perfect, Perfect Blue. Blue. Yeah. Right. So that's what I mean. So like, I think that with that kind of momentum and those kinds of pressures and that kind of expectation, mm -hmm. Japanese directors and, and anime crea creators had to have been like hustling yeah. and really oh, trying yeah. to capitalize on this momentum and this wave that they seem to be riding. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and western expectations just got higher and higher and higher for anime mm -hmm. and that's why we are where we are now where the expectation yeah. is so high that they can't meet the demand mm -hmm. and that's why people are overworked right yeah. so yeah i agree i think people were hungrier to make anime back then they definitely weren't under the same pressure yeah um not, but, not to diminish their hustle at all or their work ethic by any means i think it's still quite impressive yeah it's just yeah. a different time different but industry it, man, it's just it's just so funny that like in in the decade where we were probably the least discerning about what anime we were getting, we were being given the, the best, best shit, shit. dude. Yeah. The best shit. And we were just like, I don't care. It's anime. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're just like, you assholes, we're giving you fucking gold. Yeah. You're not going to realize this for another 20 years, but yeah. we're giving you gold right now. It's true, though. Like, granted, I mean, we were kids at the time, and like some of the kids now, like, they're not going to really understand what they're getting now is going to be gold, like, you know, 20 years from now or whatever. Sure. But, like, it's going to be interesting to see where the anime industry goes just in general because of the amount of 3D that's happening. Yep. It's like the way I've said about video games now. It's like it is almost inexcusable to make a, a, a shitty-looking video game, right? The technology is there, right? You can always make a good-looking game, whether it's even, you know, an indie game that's all pixels or low poly yeah low poly right yeah, like, just hire a good uh, art director yeah and and use the low poly to your advantage yeah right like, like like use whatever medium or style that you're going for intentionally and you're always going to come out with a good looking game but it's not always going to be a good game unless you have a good story 
Sure. Right. The storytelling the, the, and the mechanics, right? Where with anime, it's the same thing. You can always make a good looking anime no matter what. Yeah. Right. We can, people will wait for it. Look at fucking Attack on Titan. Look how many years we fucking waited for Attack on Titan. Right. We'll wait for the goddamn anime. Right. <laughs> well, I read it, but. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're only you anime watchers, strictly anime watchers. But it's just making sure that you you are getting and telling the stories properly in order to really have them, you know, flower as, as you know, best as they can be. Yeah. Right? So. And, and you're right. I think there's really amazing stories that were written through the 90s and through these films that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Like, really, like, they're not just beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. don't think we're just talking style points here, yeah. folks, because don't, no don't, don't get me wrong. They're 11 out of 10 style points, yeah. but they're also like 11, 11 out of 10, 10. story and yeah. like well-written and well thought out and uh, just, I don't know, important, you yeah. know? And, and I think we're going to get to like, like by far the most adult, complex, mind-bending, mm-hmm. fucking soul-crushing one of them all with Pokemon the first movie. <laughs> yeah, we were- <laughs> Right, dude? Because, I mean, because, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mewtwo is a diabolical yeah, I mean, yeah, piece of shit, right? Like, he's my favorite. Okay, that was good. That was good. I like that. I like enjoyed that, that. Yeah, I like that segue. Yeah, okay, so, so guys, we, we actually did, so normally when we do a list, like, Jay picks five, I pick five, and we just put it in whatever random order. We actually picked the list together this time, and we actually put it in some resemblance of, of an order. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so... And you'll hate us for that. Yeah. People but, will hate us, but granted, again, this is our opinion. Yeah. Right? You either like it or you don't, and if you don't, come back and watch us again. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just subscribe. Tell us. Tell us you <laughs> yeah. disapprove. Definitely yeah. tell us. In the comments. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then but then tell us so that when we do it again, yeah. you can see how right we get it. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that that's my that's my call to action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Throw that one away. <laughs> But Let's yes. get into our list, dude. Yes. So, so just to let you guys know, we, we picked these based on three different things. Um, art, uh, impact, and story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean, I know that might have been your your criteria. Yeah. For me, I was just going with like like uh, I guess really impact is like the best word to put it for me yeah. because like that that speaks to like impact on like anime as a whole, but also just impact on me mm-hmm. long term. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, has it stuck with me? Yeah, you know? same. So, so yeah, I, 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 I definitely like art for me. Like, guys, I'm, I'm giving all, literally every single thing we're about to talk about an 11 out of 10 on art. Even Pokemon? Yes. This movie's <laughs> gorgeous, dude. This, this movie is actually gorgeous. <laughs> it is like high-level fucking Pokemon shit. It is yeah. the best po- Pokemon has ever looked. Oh, I know. I, I agree with you. But yeah, no, I'm also, like, my impact, too, is also based on the world and also nostalgic and, yeah. like, how much it's impacted totally. me and, and how it's literally shaped me, especially... When you guys, if you guys have been watching or listening to us for a while, you guys know how fucked up I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? So some of the more higher up ones, you'll you'll understand. And we've talked about them before. But yeah, so at number 10 is fucking Pokemon the first movie. From 1998. Yes. Great year. Yeah, this. How old were you, Mikey? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I think I was 12. Hey. Yeah. I was seven. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fuck. <laughs> just a little guy. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. <laughs> Wait, well, let me do the math again. I'm 86. So what is it, 98? Well, so 98 in Japan. 98 in Japan. So it came out 99 uh, in here? Yeah, 99. In, uh, November 10th, 99. My brother's birthday. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in North America. So, so yeah, it was like 12, 13. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You guys tell me my math is terrible. <laughs> I'm the wrong kind of Asian. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway. Do you, uh, remember, you remember seeing this? Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah? Dude, okay, so, so listen here. Listen here. I'm going to tell you a story about fucking Pokemon. Okay. I, I played the blue, original blue Game Boy game. Okay. Like four or five times. Yeah. Like... Probably just doing the same shit too in the same team. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like for some weird reason I just couldn't get enough of it. Granted, yep. I really wished I had a friend that had the red one so that we could some, trade. Some weird reason. There's no weird reason. That game is incredible, dude. <laughs> Millions of kids couldn't put it down. Yes, yes. There's nothing yes. weird about it. No, 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 no. You know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the weird part is Anytime I listen to Jimmy Eat World, this band called Jimmy Eat World. You think about Pokemon. I think about Pokemon. You got the CD at the same time. Yeah, so I got the CD at the same time. Amazing. Or, or, or like I had it around the same time. I love it. And I just had it, Jimmy Eat World, Bleed America on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> like the album. And I just play this. So, so they're like synonymous together. So I can't not think of Pokemon and not think of Jimmy Eat World or, or vice versa. Mine's weird too. Yeah. Mine's weird too. So I got the, I got red. Oh, okay. My brother, who's two years older than me, yeah. got blue. Yeah. We both got them at the same time. Oh, that's nice. It was an Easter gift. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. My mom always did like one like big gift for Easter. Yeah, yeah. Along with like the chocolate and shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and we both got that, and I remember so vividly, dude. I was I sat uh, at my back door with my back up against the glass with the light coming in to illuminate mm. my OG yeah. green screen, screen, no backlight Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys don't know. You kids don't fucking You couldn't know. play in the dark. You couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't. And the amount of AA batteries you had to go through. All the little light attachments that you yeah. would buy so you could play under the covers on, in your bed at night and shit. Yeah, you fucking want insane. you want to see a fucking upgraded mech item? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, yeah. um, but so so I remember that very vividly. Yeah. But I also remember being devastated yeah. when I had to save the game and put it away because it was mm. Easter mm. and we had to go to church. Yeah. So now Pokemon Red, for some reason, reminds me of church. <laughs> I don't. I think that's worse, man. It's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, it's super weird. weird. That being said, one yeah. of my favorite video games of all time by yeah. far. Um, I, I'm absolutely obsessed with that and the nostalgic mm. feelings it gives me. Oh, I know. And then just couple that with, you know, Saturday mornings watching the fucking show. Yep. And then, of course, once it started airing uh, uh, after school um, as well on YTV, that was fucking huge. Um, yeah, YTV, that's right. Well, because Fox Kids, Kids had yeah, it first, first yeah. right? It was Saturday mornings only. You had to get yeah. up early to watch it with Digimon, Monster yeah. Rancher, yeah. Um, all so those good stuff. So this is for all you Canadian folks, especially the— Or <laughs> Americans. Fox was an American network. Yeah, but YTV wasn't. YTV right. was straight straight Canadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, so for anybody who doesn't know, at a certain point, our local Canadian cartoon network, network. picked up Pokemon and started running reruns every fucking day. At like was it like four o'clock or something? Yeah. On on YTV, 
uh, and every single day you could come home from fucking school and basically you had an episode of Pokemon just fucking ready to go. Yeah, it was the greatest. It was incredible. And yeah, it was reruns, and yeah, sometimes the season would just <clears throat> reset out of nowhere for no yeah. fucking reason without warning. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, guess I'm watching this from the beginning again. Because yeah. back then, the way that they programmed it is with VHSs. <laughs> yeah. Right? So yeah. they would have that on, on ready on this, like, huge rack. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it was rough. But, like, it ultimately all led to one of the biggest film moments of yeah. my young life. And I also vividly remember that as well. Mm -hmm. It was at the Victoria Terrace uh, Famous Players uh, which is now a good life fitness. Strange. Heartbreaking. I used to lift yeah. there and be like, I used to buy popcorn at the <laughs> right. fucking concession stand here. I'm like bench pressing and shit. Yeah. It was weird. Um, but yeah. yeah, I remember going to that theater and, and seeing Pokemon the movie there. Nice. Um, and yeah, it was, I fucking adored it. I was yeah. obsessed with it. Dude, same in the, in the mall here too, right? That's where I saw it. Okay. Oshawa yeah. Center. Oshawa Center. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Fuck. Cause yeah, I, I grew up in the Shrigadee. So now everybody who's listening or oh, watching, yeah. you can <laughs> maybe edit that out. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's Mikey's fine. address is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get doxxed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they'll just come uh, steal all your cool shit. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, man, like, again, so there's obvious reasons why we put this in our top 10 list. So there you go, guys. <laughs> it was hugely influential and nostalgic mm -hmm. for us. Like I said, the art was amazing. You got some really cool, like, tattooed clone versions of Charizard, Venusaur, yeah. and Blastoise. Uh, really insane uh, battle moment between Gyarados and Mewtwo Dude. when they first show up at Mewtwo's yep. lair. Um, really Mewtwo just flexing how OP he was throughout the whole movie was always just awesome to watch. Yeah, I mean, he was OP in the game anyway. Yeah. Right, like you, I mean, it, could, it would take you forever with like, I don't know, a thousand Ultra Balls to catch him. But if you got the Master Ball. If you, right, if you could save the Master Ball, ball long enough love, yeah, and not use, use it on Moltres like an <laughs> <Yeah>. idiot. <laughs> Who did oh, that? Who did that? Yeah, who did that? <laughs> Fucking noob. <laughs> hey man, I, I was, I was what, like seven? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's no excuse. It's no yeah, fucking excuse. I think it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's seven-year-old Asian kids that fucking do better. Than that. Yeah, dude. And they'll still kick my ass in video games. But yeah, obviously, like, like Pokemon is still huge. Massive. And all the, all those right ways, yeah. you know, card games, video games, like they still come out. They're pumping them out. This one also right. hits you in the feels a little bit story-wise. Um, I, I mean, it's a little cliche now and a little played out now, but. Um, you know, Ash jumping in. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and kind of sacrificing him there at the himself at the end there to save Pikachu. Mm -hmm. Just you know, not even to prove the point to Mewtwo. Yeah. But like that's what ends up happening. Yeah. It was very poetic and very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then just seeing little cute sad Pikachu cry. Yeah. Over you know Stone Gosh. Ash. It's like yeah. it's it, it was it pulls man. Yeah. It goes it goes hard. It, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Which man. you don't really notice as a kid, but now. No, no dude. Not, yeah. As a kid, I was like, oh, that's sad, but like it'll be okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. Now as a as an adult, I'm just like, wait a second, this <laughs> guy's pet, and he just sacrificed, sacrificed himself, himself for his pet. Yeah. I know how hard that would be to do. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. What if my pet <laughs> cried over my corpse? Yeah. I understand it yeah. better now, right? So yeah. it, it holds up, man. It's like the Hachi story. Yeah. Or the, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen Hachi, great movie. Anyways. Anyway. It's a good way to kick off the list. Yes. It's a, it, 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 number 10 is no insult. 
Yes. Uh, to this one. Obviously, uh, it is a huge, huge franchise. Yeah, it matters a lot. Mm-hmm. So, next up. Oh, yes. I love, we were just talking about this. So, number nine is Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Dude. This fucking movie. Okay, granted, I will say the movie story was a little bit <sighs> strange. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can argue semantics about that, but we're not going to argue semantics because you know what, you know what I will yeah. say? I agree. The story is not the best compared to the other movies on this list. Yeah. But I will say the story of Endless Waltz is better than the story of Gundam Wing the, the show. Yeah, it was. Like it's yeah. much better. Yeah. yeah. Like like per, yeah. like personally, like I'm not going to lie, yeah. like sometimes I'll dip back into Gundam Wing for like the first couple episodes because yeah. they're so iconic. Um, but like, if I really want like a touch of gu- a taste of Gundam yeah. Wing or a touch of Gundam Wing, I'm putting on Endless Waltz. Man. Yeah, this guy's this guy's this is a fucking Christmas movie. Okay, yeah. this is 100% a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent a Christmas movie. If you yeah. want an anime Christmas movie, Endless Waltz is one of them. Yeah, dude. If you love mech, now the other thing too is this is the first time um, we saw the fucking uh, Gundam Wing uh, group, all the mechs. Look this way, uh, based on what's his name, Verka, um, uh, Katoki. Katoki. So yeah. these are his designs. Yeah. So like the whole like like the '90s like Gundam Wing with actual like angel style wings. It's wild, dude. It's so '90s and so fucking cool. I know. And and the thing is like, Gundam Wing was already so wild with their designs. Yeah. Like they were already piggybacking off of like G Gundam, just mm-hmm. like less racist. <laughs> um, yeah. And. So Tequila like, Gundam? Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, they, but like, they were still really crazy fucking yeah. designs. So if you watch the series and and even um, it, halfway through the season, not halfway, but like partway through the series, you know, mm. if anybody's seen that series, spoiler, um, pretty much all of the Gundams get destroyed at various yeah. moments or various ways. And then they all get like rebuilt, redesigned in like souped up versions of their old selves. Mm-hmm. Endless Waltz only shows... Those souped-up versions. Yeah. But they're redesigned completely from yeah. the show, like you said. Way fucking cooler. Mm-hmm. So you're improving on something that was already... Really fucking cool. Fucking cool and souped-up. Mm-hmm. So it's like the souped-up version of the cool thing, redesigned by the master of mech mm. design. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, fucking not only Wing Zero, but, like, Death Scythe got... Um, a fucking much cooler. Wicked, wicked, wicked look too. Like, like I mean, he kind of had like the fucking the bat wings already and stuff, but like nah, these ones was, fucking yeah. really step. Death Scythe Hell Man is like yeah. on another fucking level for sure. Yeah, and this is like I said, this we've said this before too on other episodes where this is what really got me into Gundam. Same. I remember going into. All sorts of anime figure Asian shops and always seeing the gun plus there and always wishing I had enough money as a kid to actually get, you know, a wing zero like just wing zero was always your guy. eh? Wing zero was my guy. Always. I just thought it was like it looked super cool. You know what? It's funny. I'm going to age myself and this is going to be really super cringy. And I'm sorry (laughs) for people who have this, but it it is definitely aging us is like at one point. I thought I really wanted wing tattoos on my back, right? And I'm so happy I didn't. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm also happy you didn't. <laughs> yeah, because, man. Bullet dodge. That was, uh, yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? Because that was, that was the era for that, that kind of shit. 
yeah, that's yeah. why they did it. Yeah, and like, but even now too, like when I look at it, the nostalgia is there. And even if you take the nostalgia away, it's just a super cool design compared to any other Gundams. You won't see one with wings like this. Not anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean, the closest sure. one would be um, uh, Freedom, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah. With or, that I kind mean, of Destiny had some Destiny, pretty crazy wings, yeah. right? They were more energy wings. wings. Yeah, they are like, yeah. Yeah. Like jet style wings. But yeah, nothing like this anyway. Yeah, but like, yeah, it, it, it is it is something special. It stood, it stood the test of time. Um, but it, it, it could be that way because, like I said, it existed in that, that weird zone where it was still really extreme and really 90s and mm. on the on the heels of the really crazy goofy g gundam shit yes but it was getting more edgy and more mm. mature and more for like that like that late 90s crowd right yeah. so so you you had like the, the extreme ex- yeah like but, we you, said. but you had but it wasn't extreme goofy so much anymore it was more extreme but like uh, extreme edgy yes extreme uh, edgy like so so, so you, super kid soldiers so you had yeah. you know uh a crazy cast of Gundams that like for me, I I actually have never been a big Wing Zero fan. He's mm. actually always been on the lower end, like down with like Sandrock for like my favorites. Mm-hmm. But like for me, man, like I I really struggled picking a favorite, like which is rare for me in this for this series in particular, because fucking heavy arms, yeah, death scythe. And fucking uh, Shenlong, man. Shenlong has an awesome look too. But yeah. all of them do. Man. I know like it's fucking so hard. heavy arms with like the extra Gatling guns and the half Joker clown face, dude. Th- th- so cool, dude. Those so nineties. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so this is the other part about this, is is we were talking one time. I don't know if you remember, but the thing is, gun. This kind of Gundam in the nineties, you didn't have like laser blasters and shit you had straight up bullets oh yeah right like yeah. there was mini just a, guns mini guns like uh, like yeah straight rockets <laughs> yeah yeah you didn't have those kind of like pew 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 yeah this is this was way heavier as far as like reality goes yeah right it, it, just it, hadn't, it, it hadn't gone so futuristic yeah. yet and it was still like and that's the thing like even though this wasn't uc and it wasn't as grounded and militaristic as you see. Mm. It was still like a 90s mecha. So mm. like it still felt very militaristic. So it yeah. felt like real bullets, real missiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the uh, the Ares uh, mobile suit, yes. right? They, they they looked like fighter like pilots turned into like jets in yes. sort of with like mechs. They didn't have legs, but yeah. they, their heads almost looked, looked like, like a fighter pilot's helmet. helmet. Yeah, right? it and totally it was, did. It was very militaristic and very grounded and gritty and like 90s, right? Yeah. But it was still crazy Gundam shit. Yeah. You know? It was such a fucking sick mix, dude. Yeah. It was such a perfect blend. And the Tall Geese, too, man. The Tall Geese was cool, too. Epic, dude. One of the, one of the best enemy mobile suits, yeah. for sure, dude. And and Epion was, was also was pretty it? fucking yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Epion was another really cool one. Yeah. Although, Epion, I feel like it, like it was so cool. It almost got didn't get enough spotlight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But Anyways, right. fucking love it. Love the, love, love the boy band cast. Yeah, yeah also, the boy band. Yeah. Also very nineties. Super emo uh, hero. Pretty boys. Pretty boys. Fucking cute hair and yeah. fucking very feminine builds. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, dude. It's a K-pop group and like with the sad it's it's almost it's almost as if like they hired clamp to design the main cast of characters <laughs> yeah and then after that clamp was hands yeah. off yeah but anyways yeah. we fucking love it uh fucking amazing number yeah. nine you don't really see like a lot of emo broody like mcs anymore eh 
Like there, I can't really think of any. No, because I think people got burnt out on it, man. Yeah. So, there were so many years where like that was the MC vibe. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think like the last major one you got really would be like maybe Aaron. Yeah. Otherwise, they're pretty bubbly now. They're pretty yeah. upbeat, well, optimistic. Aaron later on gets like that, but I mean the whole series kind of gets all like. No, Aaron's a angry, angry person the whole way through Attack on Titan. Ever since his mom gets munched, yeah, he's nah, angry. He's a okay. I guess he's not as dark as I was hoping. Sure, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the like in recent memory, yeah. the last pro tag or MC that I would consider to be like dark and brooding. Brooding, yeah. Aaron's the like the last one I can think of that I would even sort of consider that. Or Gabi Madu from Hell's Paradise. Yeah, yes. for sure. But yeah, he, even he's not. There's, there's something positive and bubbly about him, and like, yeah. I don't know, something endearing about him. Yeah, Hero is not endearing. <laughs> no, he's Hero not. is a, he's a, a piece of shit. Dude. He's a jackass. He's an Honestly, asshole, man. You hate jackass. Hero. <laughs> Actually, you hate most of the main cast. Who <laughs> Fei? Oh, yeah. sucks he, ass, dude. Yeah. Dude, he's such a wiener. He's such a wiener. He is, like, for a guy who can literally kill anybody, Yeah, he's such a wiener. Troa, too. Like, yeah. honestly, I think the only one I fucking like is Duo. He's my favorite guy. Yeah. Like, he's the only one I actually dig. Yeah, because he has. he's, like, a comedic relief. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, anyway, we're digressing. Let's move Let's on. Let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> we're already, like, 40. Yes. Dude. Okay, so this super <laughs> Street Fighter 2, the anime... I'm gonna the speak. Movie. I'm gonna speak to this in one in one context and one yeah. context only. Shower scene. <laughs> and I'll let you take it from here, dude, because yeah. that's my dude. real only input on this yes. shower scene. So, so, so for those of you, again, <laughs> this is just a fucking episode of us showing how old we are. Yep. But I fucking loved Street Fighter Two. Like in in arcades, you would go in. I don't know how many quarters I would fucking lose on that. Nobody thing. likes Street Fighter Two that I know more than Mikey Lee. Oh, there's there's a lot of people out there for sure. No one that I, I know. know. Okay, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was such it's such a rage machine. Like you get so salty. Like nowadays you can get salty online and you can play for free. Back then you had to pay to get salty. True. Yeah. You got you got you got angry and poorer. <laughs> Sucks. <Yeah. laughs> and the and you know they they would port it to Nintendo or Super or whatever. Yeah. And it would Super never, Nintendo is how Super, I usually played it. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it would never be as cool as being in the arcade. Right, and you, you kind of had an idea of some of the story and the backstory of these characters in this video game, uh, if you beat beat the game with like the characters, but you never really got it fully, and this just kind of dived so much deeper into it. Really gave a cool look at it, and granted, it is not the best, I would, you know, movie that should be in a regular top ten. This is our top ten. <laughs> My. This was Mikey's pick. <laughs> this is my pick. This was Mikey's pick. <laughs> <laughs> but holy fuck! And okay, so so this is where I first fell in love with my very first waifu. Mm. You know, you always re remember your, your first, first love. Yeah. yeah, your very first. And obviously, as a you know premature <laughs> pubescent teenage okay. boy, okay. Okay. <laughs> right? A lot of dangerous <laughs> words in a row there. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Right? You know, you see Chun Li for the first time. She's having a shower. And is she ever? Is she ever? Guys, right. just And go especially check that if you out. didn't watch the censored version where they cut out the, a particular scene, mm. right? It is amazing. 
right? There was an awakening. And then, not only do you have that awakening, you also see her fucking do badass shit. One of the most badass fucking women in anime of all time. And speaking of, actually, so... I know I'm digressing again. Um, there's a thing that just got released. So I had this thing on TikTok, and it was like one of those weird challenges. Like, you know, who would your two top uh, waifus be that would fight against each other, and who would win? Right? And I picked your, your and, and Chun-Li. Chun-Li. And this was like... God, Almost I know a, you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, this was like 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 almost a year ago now. And I was like, who would actually fucking win? Those would those would be pretty like even keel. It'd be a good fight, but yeah. I think Chun Li would win. Power. Uh, power wise. But but the thing is your fucking kicks a car and like totally derails it. Right? Like like it's like a moving car. Like that's pretty powerful. You think that's more powerful than Chun Li's kicks? Uh, there. As well, far as where, where I give your the edge is that your uses weapons. That's fair. <laughs> and also Chun Li has a projectile. But regardless, yeah. okay, we're gonna get into semantics, and I can talk about that for literally three hours. Also, spinning bird kick. Spinning bird kick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so so they right now Capcom and Spy Family are doing a collab. No way. Yeah, so it's your versus Chun-Li. Fuck off. They're actually doing it. That's amazing, yeah. dude. <laughs> that your a... dressed up as Chun-Li is what I want to see. Oh. And Chun-Li versus, like, uh, dressed up as your? Oh, my God. Okay, so we're ending this episode now. <laughs> I'm going to oh, go dude. rule 34. Dude, and that. then Anya, <laughs> Blanca. <laughs> Can you imagine her? <laughs> yeah, she would green, be the, green, with orange hair. Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And, and then oh, um, and Bond, uh, uh, Mr. Borf, he yeah. would be M. Bison. M. Bison. <laughs> yeah. M. Borfson. And Borfson. <laughs> M. Bonson. And Bonson. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway. Yeah, it's just that it was, was a tangent. And a yeah, half, man, wow. that was a total tangent. You can't you can't bring up Street Fighter around me, um, but yeah. Anyways, it also was a really cool animation too. One of the best, yeah. I think, as far as like hand drawn stuff. And totally gonna... nails that '90s vibe in every mm. in pretty much every way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and and yeah, I just that like the influence I know for 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 you is huge, um, but also like shout out for being one of the best based on a video game. Yeah, movies. Movie. That are out there. Absolutely. There's not many good ones. And this yeah. is one that I, like, honestly don't hate. Yeah. Which is a victory. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> most of the yeah. other ones I hate. Yeah. And, and the designs on everybody, like, they nailed it, too. Yeah, they're so, faithful. Yeah, they're very faithful. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is this is proper Ken and Ryu, like, big mm. time. Yeah. So, and it's proper Chun-Li when she's all naked in the shower. So, yes. You know? Oh, that's, yeah. That's that. That's that. Ooh, All right. yeah, and then we got this guy. Now, this is art. This is a fucking masterpiece, guys. So yeah. What number to... are we on? This is what? Um, Seven? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I lost count. Uh, um, either way, Pat Labor 2, the movie. Um, this one in particular, guys, I think is really the standout. Um, this is the one that, you know... Everybody needs to be working towards on their pat labor journey mm-hmm. um, because this is the fucking masterpiece, guys. This is this is production IG, okay? This is Mamoru Oshii. Yes. All right. <clears throat> this is 
as fucking good as it gets for uh, militaristic, political, uh, mecha thriller. Okay, yeah. guys, like this is fucking peak. We're gonna we're gonna like love on Oshi a lot. Well, like yeah, I mean this this so this this was on this was after Angel's Egg by a significant margin. <laughs> yeah, if you guys okay. want to go see something that Oshi's made that I may not like, I go. love it, dude. Yeah, dude. I like I said from an artistic standpoint, I get it. I loved it, but holy fuck, yeah. what did I watch when I watched that? Go, go watch our episode on Angel's Egg, guys. Yeah, seriously. If, you, if you seriously want to, don't even bother watching the movie. Just watch us. Well, to be yeah. honest, our takes on it, I think, are cooler. Than <laughs> yeah. the movie, but anyways, <laughs> I digress. Um, but yeah, guys, Oshi, uh, I mean, he directed Angel's Egg, and then, you know, fucking uh, like eight years later, did Pat Labor 2. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, two years after that, fucking drops Ghost in the Shell. Yes. So uh, the highest level of direction, um, you know, uh, like, I, like I was saying before, guys, James Cameron, Steven Spielberg, the Wachowskis, um, have all specifically singled out Mamoru Oshii and, and given him praise. Um, and then the, the production studio for this one, guys, um, Production IG, uh, they've done fucking so much, guys. They've done a ton of the Neon Genesis stuff. They did, obviously, mm -hmm. Ghost in the Shell. Uh, they did the first Pat Labor movie. Uh, they did Jinro. Um, yeah. They did... Go the, watch a Jinro episode. We just did that one. They did the animated... Chapter Three: Origin of Oren from Kill Bill Volume One. Oh, if ever if anybody remembers that wow. gorgeous animation, yeah, I forgot about that. that until just now. Um, yeah, it's fucking out of control. I mean, Psycho Pass. Psycho Pass um, is great. First season, it's the great. Yeah, uh, fucking. I, I could go on and on. Fully Cooly, yeah. fucking. High yes. uh, uh, production IG is there. Done. You go, kids. You guys just fucking know high Q, <laughs> right? I just gave you one you actually fucking know. All you little kids, triple X holic. We were talking about clamp earlier. Yeah. Um, pa Rappa the rapper. <laughs> yo, yo, okay, guys. For any of you who got, wants to go watch something fun, go on YouTube and watch Pa Rappa the rapper. It was a PS1 game about rapping with a little dog. It's it was, amazing, dude. Hardest fucking, game I've ever played in my life. Yeah, it's hard, but it was fucking hilarious. It's um, so cringe. <laughs> but yeah guys either way like this is like heavy hitting in every way imaginable yeah. uh animation direction story wise because like guys you're getting into like really heavy political themes stuff that like japan was dealing with at the time mm -hmm. um you know this is like like really heavy like real life political themes that are just being looked at through this really cool sci-fi lens through Mamoru Oshii's lens. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, it looks as good as ghost in the shell. Yeah. And like, it, it's just guys, this fucking hits in so many ways. I cannot stress it enough. Go fucking check this out. If you haven't do your homework, watch what you need to watch to get your way up to this. But just understand like, this is your magnum opus for, for Pat, Pat labor. labor. And, like, a lot of people would argue, like, Mecca doesn't get better than this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, too, considering, like, the ones that were on, on our top of the list, like, you guys know we've already mentioned some of them. But, like, Pat Labor isn't nearly as well-known. And I think it's completely oh, underrated. Totally, dude. Right? So, and and it, I don't know if it's because it's, it's so grounded in Earth. And yeah. it's, like, it's essentially like a police force. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, like, it feels a little more street-level. 
Yeah, not uh, not as like extreme sci-fi or like fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Where it really pulls you out. Exactly, right? Reality where this kind of keeps you in there a little bit. It's more grounded. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So for people that like that and like the drama and the political intrigue, mm-hmm. those people are tend to be the people that have either already seen Pat Labor or yeah. when they do, they fucking fall in love yeah. with it. Because it's what they always wanted out of these mecha series. And, you know, for the people that like the really dark, grounded, militaristic Gundam stuff. Yes. Right? Pat Labor is for you. All yes. you UC Gundam fans out there, Pat Labor is for you. Okay? <laughs> this was made for you. I repeat, UC Gundam <laughs> fans unite around Pat Labor yeah. too. If you like Wing or G Gundam or Seed, Pat Labor is not, not for, for you. you. <laughs> okay? Stay away. Um, but no, this is, you know what? This is uh, an amazing one. And even though I agree it's underrated, um, people that do rate it mm. rate it incredibly high. Yeah, it's it's gotten really good reception for those who have seen it, um, and you know it's it's dramatic. It's 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 mature in the ways you want it to be, mm. um, but it's still anime and it's still exciting and it's mm-hmm. still fun in the ways you want it to be. I can't fucking say enough about this. I can't wait till we eventually get to cover this one because I'm just going to be fucking jizzing. Jizz, jizzing all over the place for this one. <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, I'm dirty. I'm just going to give you a jar with a, my little pony inside it. Ew, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Mikey. <laughs> dirty. I'm, so, I'm sorry. You just have those on deck, eh? <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking, I'm, I've been, I've held on to one just for the right moment. <laughs> Oh god. oh god! And speaking of right moments and jizzing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of jizzing going on here. Yeah, our boy Shinji. <laughs> yeah, he, well, I think he just needs to jizz real bad, and yeah. then he'd be okay. It's the lack of jizzing that really fucks him up. So, <laughs> <laughs> where's the lie, dude? Yeah, yeah, there's not no lie. Yeah, that and the trauma. <laughs> exactly. So we got the end of Evangelion, guys. Yes. End of Evangelion, which gotta say, man, ninety seven, ninety seven. Yeah, that's a good pocket, that is, man. Ninety seven is a good fucking year. So this was a really cool one. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, real without giving away too much. Uh, the first attempt you at... You guys all fucking know we spoil shit by now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The first attempt um, at concluding Evangelion didn't go so well, okay? Yeah. Um, what was this? The second or the third? Sorry? The, no, the first attempt. So Hideaki Anno yeah. like, made the first series and had a, a bit of a mental breakdown towards yeah, the I end. Yeah, I remember that. And then, so the last five or so episodes are devolve into a kind of an unwatchable metaphorical symbolic mess yes um and then what happened was people were really unsatisfied with that anna was unsatisfied with that so they essentially decided to say all right let's give you another kick at the can at Mm, wrapping this up that's right that's right and they were like okay uh but you got you got to do it in a movie we're not going to give you another series yeah do it in a movie so this kind of serves as like an alternate ending to you know mm-hmm. the 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 original series um it acknowledges and honors the majority of the show mm-hmm. um and it, it's really kind of just that those last ch- that, le- that last, last chunk, chunk of episodes, of episodes yeah. they reimagine and they do things a little bit differently um so it's divisive i think for some people i know some yeah. eva fans that are purists 
and don't like anything outside of the original series, yeah. the, including the rebuilds. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, right? Like, my latest memories are from the rebuild. So just trying to think back to when I watched this and the other two tents of the ending. What I will say is this, this as a film is incredible because it's... Okay, so God, this is like this is Eva is so complex, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so fucking annoying. Okay, I right. have to give so much context and background information. Okay. So, so after Eva, we're gonna talk about the Fate series and how complex that is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so bef- before this film came out, the end of Evangelion came out. Anno and Gainax. So Gainax is the production company that made this. Anno's company uh, that he was working with. They released basically a short film that was called Death and Rebirth. And it was like a summarized version mm-hmm. of the beginning portion of the series. So that they didn't have to jam all of that into this. Yes. And that this could just be an yeah. ending. Yeah, just a standalone. Right? So that it, it, it's, it summarizes like the first like 24 of like 25 episodes or something mm-hmm. in Death and Rebirth-ish. Okay, mm-hmm. so like this movie is is reimagining like the last episode and turning it into a movie. Yeah, it it's barely better. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I remember. So that. let me let me uh, say let me say this. Okay, like yeah. it's it's better for sure. For sure. Okay, I mean it depends on your opinion of better because some people really like how batshit crazy the original one gets at the yeah. end. I think this one is better because it's more cohesive. You can actually draw some conclusions based yeah. on the symbology used um, but it's still very very heavy symbolism and religious iconography and and big ideological themes that are driving the story by the end of this that are they're so big and so grand that it it's just hard to wrap your head around yeah and Even- it doesn't really feel finished I don't think it ever, like, I mean, up until they did the rebuilds, Eric, I know a lot of people just straight on, like, disregard the rebuilds. Rebuilds actually had finality, in my opinion. Yeah. You had a proper ending. Yeah, right. And that's, I think that's what it was for me, too, is that it just felt like, you know, you got um, closure. Yeah. Really is what you got at the end of the day. But with this, because there's really, there was three attempts at this fucking ending at one point. Like, this one... um, there was end of Eva, the end of Eva, and then now the rebuilds. No, there was there was another one. I can't remember what it's called though, for right now. But regardless, regardless, the you can't ignore the impact that this has on the anime community. Like Eva is a huge has a huge fan base. The singer from the for the original OP is still touring that one song. <laughs> she she does concerts where she does only that song. Yeah, and the pe- whole concert is just that song. Over and over yeah. and over again, rearranged different ways. Yeah. But it's just the one song. Yeah, and people fucking go nuts about it. Ape shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's it is a very cool when you really break it down. It is a very cool mech trauma depression, all under the guise of a shonen, which is crazy to me when you really think about it. It's a fucking shonen, and what this really is is should be a fucking. Um, I don't know, like M for mature, like the the shit that happens in here is wild, right? So if you haven't seen Eva, go watch it, yes. please. This yes. is a must watch series. Um, 
I mean, even if you watch the original ending, ironically, it's still a must-watch series. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, there's just so much in it that, that you just you need to watch. Unless you're under 13, don't watch this, kids. You sh if you're watching this, you shouldn't be watching this either, but respect. <laughs> <laughs> respect. We like that hustle. <laughs> yeah, good on you for finding us. So <laughs> the little bit of research I did, so what you may be referencing is something called Revival of Evangelion, which combined... Uh, Death, uh, True 2, which is the director's cut of Death from Death and Rebirth mm -hmm. with the end of Evangelion. Oh, yeah, that is so what I'm thinking about. So it about. was a mashup, but mm -hmm. that ending, it was just the end of Evangelion. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember now. So yeah. as a whole experience, it probably didn't feel any more cohesive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, the, the three true endings to Evangelion we've had are the original anime. Mm-hmm. The, the end of Evangelion and then the rebuilds. rebuilds. Yeah, those are the three attempts Anno's taken at concluding the series. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, as far as conclusions go, I think the rebuild is the best, like, like the the most concluded. Yeah, of them all, it's um, definitely the most polished. I mean, considering. However, however I want to say I feel like I think I like this one the best because it. It fe still feels the most Eva because it's still batshit fucking insane yeah. uh, and not happy. Um, <laughs> no, well, we you know, know that's Eva, though. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, and it, and it's like, yeah. so it still feels very true to Eva, yeah. but like it's it's more much more digestible and watchable than, than the, the, the original yeah. ending, which is I've attempted to watch that original ending so many times, dude, where I'm like, determined to understand it and dissect it and get yeah. it and I, I i can't do it man yeah. i really can't I, I still always feel like i'm pulling it out of my ass yeah um yeah, I, that, I just straight up stopped trying yeah. <laughs> well i'm not going to keep trying to convince people to watch evangelion or or the end of evangelion you should just already yeah. know that this is required watching well i mean if you're if you don't see all the figures and people like the legacy, the legacy, the, the <laughs> people that they're still cosplaying in, yeah. right? Like, come on, constantly, guys. yeah, literally. come on, come, come, yeah. Um, All right, what's next? Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mikey's fired up now. Oh, yeah, look, I love Eva. Don't get me wrong. Mikey's about to pull out his sword, but, guys. But as a twelve-year-old <laughs> child watching fucking ninjas decapitate shit and you know, rock monsters, rock monsters, and eat people, eat people, and blood and guts, like this is my jam. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like I, Ninja I, Scroll. Ninja baby. Scroll. Ninja yeah. fucking. Is this? I think this is number five. I think we're on number five now. Um, but yeah, Ninja Scroll was oh, so hyper violent at the time 93 93 yeah hyper violent super yeah big time yeah how old is i it was 86 i was uh i was two i was seven <laughs> maybe a little bit older because i probably watched this when i was like nine or ten um because uh yeah <laughs> my cousin had it <laughs> this is Arguably the most '90s anime to ever exist. Yeah, by every metric. Yes, this is a, yeah. This is a movie that you could watch maybe once every five years because there's as far as stories. That's go, it. Yeah, only the only reason why I say that is because you have to forget how hyper violent it is to be able to really enjoy the second another watch of it again. 
to that point because you once you get that hyper violence you're already expecting the hyper violence and you already know that it's hyper violence but if you forget how hyper violent it actually is and this is a drinking game for you guys so <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess it depends how much you are relying on that hyper violence as the generator of your excitement you know what i mean i know that's a lot for you yeah that is a lot for me um you know for me it's like i know it's hyper violent like that's not why i think it has rewatch value I think it has rewatch value. First of all, it's like, it's all gas. Oh yeah, straight from the get-go. It, it's electrifying to watch. Yeah. Like it, it, it never fucking takes your the foot off. And so like edge of your seat kind of watch. Um, but, and just dropping NOS in there. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but what I fucking love as well is like, it's, it's one of those movies where like you could put it on with like a bunch of buddies over mm -hmm. and just have it on Yeah, and just, pop in once in a while yeah watch a fucking crazy scene and then go away for a little while yeah and it's not a fucking huge deal yeah you know absolutely. what i mean and, and it's just like anybody who walks by and, and checks it out is gonna be like holy fucking shit and is gonna stop and watch it for a few seconds <laughs> yeah i think it's a good yeah because they're lulls right it's yeah. like like it's fight it's like the fight or the it's like monster of the week but like scene of the week monster scene of the week yeah right yeah there's like chapters to it right yeah. so you just pop in and pop out and yeah. like it's just a good like it's a good hard watch but then it's a good like casual watch yeah. as well i think yeah this is also when we really established um ninja archetypes in in the movies and in series in my opinion mm. for, from here on right do like, you view him as a ninja oh yeah yeah yeah, everyone there is a ninja, but like, here's the thing: ninjas in anime aren't really real ninjas, right? right? Like, like real ninjas. He gives more Ronin to me. Yeah, he is a bit more Ronin, but like, ninjas are kind of Ronin-esque in a lot of these uh, animes and movies. I think they employ right? ninja tactics. Yeah, but like, for me, a ninja is somebody who's like who only operates in the shadows. Yes, who is never seen. But Never that, has a full-blown showdown on a bridge <laughs> in broad daylight. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Face to face. Yeah. That that's not very ninja. No, no. He definitely has more Ronin vibes, but he, he's a ninja. It's, it's called like, Ninja Scroll. So ninja, ninja Scroll. He's ninja. Like we all know the semantics, but that's what we're arguing right now. Like, because moving on, like, all ninja movies or, or TV shows or animes aren't really, like, they all have, like, the MC vibe. They have to, right? Yeah. Right? Because usually it's the, the real ninjas are the, the, the secondary characters, the tertiary characters, right? Like, they're the ones who, like, actually show up in, in the shadows. And if we're going to go historically, they're just regular-looking people. They don't actually wear fucking, like, ninja outfits. They wear, they're, they're spies, mm -hmm. right? So they actually blend in with people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah, this is a hyper violent, really cool guys. We did an episode on it, so go check it out. Long yeah. time ago. One of our first episodes. One actually. of our very first episodes. Yeah. yeah. But I think it remains one of our highest rated. Yeah. This will um, always be one of my top like nostalgic animes. Yeah. You guys right. want something action heavy, period PC, uh, violent classic 90s vibe just just yeah. fucking put it on there's a lot enjoy. of problematic things that happen oh yeah here trigger warning trigger warning, <laughs> yeah. trigger warning. it's not just physically violent it's yeah. also sexually, sexually violent. violent so yeah. be careful but take uh, care of yourself please <laughs> seriously we love you we love you but if you're fucked up in the head like i am just go for it yeah you'll <laughs> love dive, it you'll love it and dive in there <laughs> anyways anyways <laughs> What's up next, my guy? Oh, 
yes, we have to, obviously, if a top 10 could not be a top 10 without a Ghibli movie. Yep. And, and it, was, it was tough picking a Ghibli movie, in yeah. my opinion. But, like, from, like, the 90s, yeah. Mononoke is the one. Like, Parco Rosso is, is cool. It's fun. But Mononoke, I still think, is the best Ghibli movie of all times. I, I, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. And, and yeah. yeah, I mean, come to think of it, like, Grave of the Fireflies was 88. Yeah. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle was 2004. Yeah. Um, Spirited Away was, I think, later, even yeah, later than, than that. that. Yeah, yeah, it was like 2011. No. No, I don't remember. 2001. But... Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? It's even yeah. earlier than Howl's Moving Castle. So, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so, was, 2001. Yeah, yeah. So, just on the other side of the 2000. So, not not in contention, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Mononoke, it's the pick, man. Yeah, it's the pick. But it's... even ignoring decade barriers, uh, yeah. I, I think it's still the pick. Yeah, absolutely. If we're going to rank even any of the Ghibli movies. But also, we're coming at it in a very mature, you know, growing up in the 90s kind of way where, like, we saw everything being extreme. This is the darkest, you know, Monono or Ghibli has ever made a movie. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know very I mean? violent. It's very violent. For, very much for adults. Yeah, very violent. Um, you have blood. You don't normally don't see blood in a lot of Ghibli movies at all. Yep. Right. So, but it was. It's. It's just the messaging in it too is just so poignant to real life that it just. It. It just has to take the top spot. It has to. And, and, and if you guys want to hear us get even deeper on that, we have an episode on this one as well. <laughs> yes. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? I mean, we have an episode on pretty much everything from here on. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. We prioritized the good ones, clearly. Yeah, at the beginning. We should have waited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we won't kill too much of your time on this one, guys. You probably already know how great it is. And if you want to know more about what we think about it, mm -hmm. go watch that episode. Yes. And you got a fucking full um, hour and 36 minutes. <laughs> All about it. And if you haven't seen this already, what the fuck are you doing with For your real. life? For real. Like, have you, like, come on. Come on. That's it. That's all That's I get. It. <laughs> Just come on. Come on. You don't deserve anything. Else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. yes. Satoshi Khan. This is a fucking good one. This one easily could be number one. Easily. Uh, I, I would say no. It could not be number one, but it could be number two. I would say it could easily be number one But it is, I think it is a, appropriately placed in our current top ten. I think this is number three. It is number three. Yeah, yes. So perfect blue. Perfect blue, We like we talked about before. This is, this is oh, man. This By far Satoshi Khan's best movie in my opinion yeah 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 i mean paprika was really great oh yeah he's he's got incredible movies yeah. but this is his best Tokyo godfather opinion. was really great but yeah as far as like his magnum opus i think this is his best work this is also just like outside of the realm of anime like this is one that like and i think a lot of the ones on our list i mean some more than others i wouldn't consider pokemon on on, on this level but like this is one that definitely exists outside of the confines of anime yeah. This is this is a great film, guys. Mm -hmm. If you like cinema, if you have friends that like cinema, if they like film, ask them if they've seen this. And if they say no, they're a fucking poser. And you should find cooler <laughs> friends. Um, no, but for real, guys. Uh, 
for real though, if you have if you have <laughs> if you have like cinephile friends and they haven't seen Perfect Blue, like they're kind of a poser. But um, <laughs> this movie is fucking phenomenal. Um, it's an, it's an unreal it's so brutal dude. It's, it's an unreal um, uh, dissection of of idol culture in Japan, which is really really interesting and in in and of itself. Um, but it obviously has parallels uh, to just our 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 celebrity culture in yeah. Western society, um, and how crazy that is. Um, but then it touches on huge uh, mental health a- uh, issues mm-hmm. and um, uh, just so many fucking layers to it. And it all wraps up in this, again, kind of like Ninja Scroll, this all gas, like really tight, excellent watch mm-hmm. where it doesn't drag. It's not there's no there's no bullshit. There's no fluff. It's just you put it on and you fucking finish it and you're like, Wow. Yeah. What an experience. <laughs> you know, and you never forget it. Yeah. Like and like we said before earlier in the episode, right? Like Black Swan yeah. is very much so a lot of those themes are very influenced by this movie. Yeah. Right. You like that psychological thriller. thriller kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And this is it. This is it. Yeah. Like and at the time and I can't really think of a lot of different thrillers during the nineties that really had the same kind of impact, even North American movie wise. Yeah, yeah I, you know? I, I I I was very young through the through the '90s, so like I wasn't watching this style mm. of movie very mm. much, um, you know. Like, so I was you know seeing my dad watching stuff, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I I do know that like, you know the the dramatic romantic thriller that mm. was pretty big in the '90s, yeah. but like whether or not they were any good, or any of them had any <laughs> yeah. lasting impact, yeah. or rewatchability. I don't really know. That, you, you know what? That's what it is. It's the rewatchability that doesn't make me remember it because yeah, some of them. I do now, think it was a popular yeah. genre in the '90s. Yeah, because now there weren't many good ones. Yeah, there's like, it, the this is timeless. This is like For a lot sure. of these movies. That's the other thing too, right? Is is a lot of these movies are timeless. You can watch them now or 20 years from now, and it'll still be good. A lot of those movies from the 90s, you can't watch again because they are either super problematic, yeah. did not age well, or yeah. just awful. Yeah, it's, they it's just like, weren't good. They just weren't good. Yeah. It's like trying to watch a movies from the 40s or 50s like uh, with all black and white where the acting style and like the language is so different. It's like it's just... Uh. But, but like, yeah, how it ages only matters if it's good to start with. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, this is good to start with, and it's aged fucking well. So go watch it. Mm-hmm. We're flying now, dude. Next. Next. Yes. All right. Yes. This is another one that, in my opinion, easily could be number one. Yes. Easily. Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Oshi. Guys, come on. (laughs) I'm not speaking to the ones that have seen it and understand what we're talking about and probably understand why our top ten is the way that it is. And uh, Because those people are either, you know... Our age, or or really, really know their anime films. So this but, was this was between Pat Labor Two, yes. uh, and Jinro. Jinro. Yeah, yeah. So we so obviously we've done an episode on all of these, and also yeah. this was made kind of at the same time I'm that Jinro was being. Yes, made. yes. So if you go watch our Jinro episode, we cover that. But it is not only like the coolest cyberpunk, like kind of almost post-apocalyptic anime that really pushed that feel into like the mainstream genre yep yeah and same with same with the matrix the matrix does not exist 
without this without movie. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, exactly. Simply does not. It and anything that was influenced by the Matrix does not exist without this movie. Yeah, right. Like, there's so many things, and like, ugh, if you guys have read the manga, the manga was great too. But it the the chief had a very different. Uh, personality in the manga and actually character design too was quite different it was but very va va voom like you know femme fatale but like a bit more bubbly and here they purposely made her more stoic and more robotic more doll-like more doll-like because of ha- being able to be a full cyborg and like being able to upload your consciousness yeah right and and I think they did a great job doing it that way because totally. it hits so differently, but somehow stays so true to the manga. And man, you cannot, oh, you cannot deny how good the fucking art is and those mm-hmm. scenes. We cover it in fucking in our episode in our episode <laughs> about how amazing Oshi like studies bullets, yeah, and how they react to different materials, how to animate them, uh. Yeah, the mechanical designs are yeah. second to none. I mm-hmm. mean, except for maybe Pat Labor too. Yes, uh, but they're on the same level. God tier. God tier. And um, if you've watched Ghost in the Shell, the uh, live action, mm, the better version. Oh, is, I'm going yeah. to fucking murder you. I have you for Jordy. <laughs> no, Jordy it's can for Jordy. fucking suck my cock. Oh man. <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> guys, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. He's going to be fired soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna have to talk. Um, anyway, if that movie doesn't exist, Scarlett Johansson doesn't exist. Um, she might exist in the Marvel universe. She doesn't exist in this space. This is our safe space. Um, don't watch it. If you have watched it, try to burn it out of your memory and watch this. <laughs> that is my. This would be a good palate yeah. cleanser for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just do it because they just don't do it. They do like some of the scenes right, but they don't do it justice. Okay. Good way to put it. Yes. Yeah. Very few of those scenes were done right. But we, they didn't do it justice. <laughs> Love how much you hate it. It's my favorite. <laughs> Dude, it was... Because uh, this... It, I, I'm, I'm not going to... Yes. Don't. Don't. I won't don't, get, okay. don't go. Okay. Sorry. Let's get you onto a topic you like to talk about. <laughs> your favorite movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Right? Am I right about that? Yeah, one of them. Absolutely. I mean, you put it at the top of the list. I did put it up. I only put this one at the top of the list because it is probably the most influential movie Talk, we're talking movie. about Akira, folks. Yeah. Number one, Akira. Yes. Otomo. This, yeah. This is probably one of the most influential, if yeah, if not the most influential anime movie of all times, in my opinion. I don't see how it how it's not. Right? I I can't see any other way it's not because like as far as like well, the, mo- action- the manga, like if you just think about when the manga fucking started, eighty two. Yeah. Think about that. So if yeah. you want to talk about, like, the visual uh, impact and, like, the, mm. the visual um, legacy that this has left behind, you know, the, the, the cyberpunk aesthetic and just the, the, bike the futuristic world. Well, that, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I just mean, like, the overall aesthetic to Akira that, mm-hmm. that Otomo came up with um, is insane. Like, yeah. it, it, it's so early. Mm-hmm. For for the cyberpunk thing, I mean, it's almost side by side with things like Blade Runner and yes. like and the real OG, you know, cyberpunk. Yeah. You know, like the OG OG like game. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of that stuff. Like it's right alongside it, so it's 
it's as important to the legacy of what we think about when we think about cyberpunk Punk. and like futuristic worlds yeah. as anything else. And I think storytelling too, right? As far as storytelling yeah. too, well, like when you see films nowadays, right, has sometimes has a very similar line of storytelling where like just shit gets all batty and fucking crazy where you have that kind of nuance between two best friends and all of a sudden you get this fucking huge blob but i mean you might not see the blob so much in north american movies unless you're watching the movie the blob <laughs> don't do that don't do that that's an awful movie <laughs> um yeah no i mean and then like you were saying with like the uh you know the bike slide you know that's that's kind of a fun easter egg example of 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 the the far-reaching influence but um, just for animation in general, mm -hmm. not just in Japan, but the rest of the world, um, things started to be animated differently after Akira came out. Yeah. Um, explosions started yes. to suddenly across the board be drawn and animated very differently after Akira came out. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, yeah. like the bike, the bike slide is another really, really good example. Angles, right? certain film angles were, were different. Absolutely. Landscapes were different. City looks. Yeah. Were city, cityscapes, the detail in these cityscapes. Yeah. I mean, people would always marvel again. I'm going to bring it yeah. up like Blade Runner at like the detail that went into building like the post-apocalyptic, mm. uh, futuristic worlds in Blade Runner. You know, the same care and attention was put into building, like, yeah. the, the world of Neo-Tokyo. Like, it's, yes. it's just as carefully crafted. Yeah. If there's anything I want in life, I just, I want that fucking bike. I know. I want that bike so bad. Well, I, I want like to be, be in a biker gang. Riding that where bike? Where everybody's riding bikes like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Got uniforms like that. Wait, do me a, do me a solid. Um, when did Tron come out? Because I feel like Tron... The 70s, I thought. Was it the 70s? I thought it was the 80s. 82. 82. So... Same year yeah. the manga started. And yeah. actually, Tron predated the manga. Yeah, Tron predated the manga. It still had a very Tron-y feel to it, too. So I wonder, in the back of my head, if whether or not Tron kind of influenced this a little bit. Um, but I don't even know if at that point a lot of Western stuff would have made it to Japan in that way. It's hard to say. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I definitely see the, the correlation that you're drawing. I don't know if yeah. Japan necessarily would have seen it. I'm sure Tron was huge, like, globally mm -hmm. back then. It was, like, kind of the first thing of its kind. But I think yeah. there's a lot of other influences that kind of went into the bikes and went into mm -hmm. that aesthetic. Well, um, the bikes are very much so Japanese, right? That's like, what I mean. Yeah. Like, you got the Bosuzoku gangs, which are, like, really huge. And, like, they would always do really crazy shit to their bikes mm -hmm. and put really crazy flanges and flares mm -hmm. and fenders and crazy stuff on there. Um, and then you just had, like, the, the Japanese, like, mechanical design sensibilities that you saw through, like, a lot of mecha and a lot yeah. of, like, super robot stuff, right? You combine the two, and, I mean... That thing looks like it could turn into a super mm. robot. Yeah. You know what I, I know. Mean? I know. So, like, it, it's, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to say where the influence came from. Yeah. Maybe the light bike totally did play in. Yeah. I totally could yeah, have, right? But it's hard, it's, it's hard, yeah, it's to, hard say. to say at that time. This, this yeah. stands on its own as its own thing so much in my brain that it's hard for me to pin it to a single influence or, or a single source. Well, and that's the thing. Like, like you were saying before, like explosions, the ex huge explosion at the end of this movie where, like, that scene... That massive like dome, yeah. like I anytime I see that in anything else, I can only see it in here. Yeah, right. Like I, it started here for sure. Right. So like, 
People don't realize yeah. there's like, oh, they must have been drawing explosions like that forever. Like, you know, who knows the, yeah. when the first time it happened? No, no, no. We, we know. We, yeah, we know. We know what Akira started. <laughs> and it's real, like, yeah. real artistic things where, yeah. like, this was groundbreaking, guys. This yeah. isn't like hyperbole. We're not blowing fucking smoke up their ass. Mm-hmm. Akira started shit. Yeah, didn't you say that uh, in our episode of this? Didn't you say, like, there people actually study this in like university or i or... studied it in university oh, yeah exactly yeah. yeah we literally studied specifically how explosions and like combustion was animated yeah. and like smoke plumage and like debris and like yeah. it, it actually changed with this movie yeah they actually started doing it differently well you know you fucking influence something if people are teaching it in schools yeah Right? Yeah, university yeah. level. Uni- university level. We're freeze framing Akira to be like, look at how they drew this explosion. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> wild, yeah. dude. Because the most I got, I never went into animation or anything in, in after post second or in post secondary, but I did take an animation class in high school, and all we did was uh, study Looney Tunes. What, that's awesome. Yeah. Because right? yeah. that shit's crazy, too, when you really break it down. Dude, yeah, hand animation yeah. is yeah. incredible, it's magic. Yeah. For oh, sure. And this is a fucking magical movie. Yeah. And this is a magical list. This is a magical list. That counts yeah. off our list. That dude. is our list. And tell me, guys, tell me, tell me, tell me in the comments if... Uh, how do we do? How do we do? Yeah. What was do you guys good? think? Was it good? Because yeah. <laughs> really, at the end of the day, you're wrong. <laughs> if you disagree. If you disagree. You know? No, honestly, I, I, would, I would love to see the arguments against this list. Yeah. I, I kind of know where the holes are. You know? I would see at anything from like ten to six, we could argue, but I would it would be hard pressed to argue five to one. I could see people arguing Pokemon, yeah. Street Fighter, and Endless Waltz. Yeah, that's uh, in our ten to six list. But there's stuff in that six to ten range that I don't think you can argue. I think anybody who's going to argue Pat Labor, yeah, or End of Evangelion, uh, is delusional. Oh, I guess yeah, that's true too. I think yeah, you're ins- yeah, I think yeah. you're insane if you don't think those make the if you don't if you think those don't make the top ten. Yeah, the only yeah because like I said, like Macross could have been up here. You can right? sub out yeah. some shit. Yeah, fine, but I want to know like you, you guys tell me what are you <laughs> subbing out of this list and why? Yeah, and and really like like actually try and pick this one apart because like I was like Mikey was just saying like fucking it's a really solid front end of that yeah. list good luck good yeah <laughs> good luck I don't think you guys got a leg to stand yeah, on disagreeing yeah, with us on this one yeah for real we nailed it yeah <laughs> anyways, right, anyways that was fun dude yeah that was really fun yeah man alright buddy where can people find you um you guys can find me uh on the discord yes uh, occasionally now cause yeah. I'm dipping my toes into that world we got uh, Jay on the Discord. Yeah. I'm, like, off and on with, like, Instagram and, like, the whole Hangar 91 stuff right now. So, like, eh. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll be all around the, the Discord chatting and, and, and popping in and sharing stuff. So Sweet. I'll see you guys there. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, you guys can find me at Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and the Discord. 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 Oh, dude. <laughs> the Discord. <laughs> How many Siemens? Siemens, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys How many Siemens on the dicks card, dude? <laughs> wow, man. Back to, was that back-to-back? <laughs> was that last episode, Jordy with the Siemens and you with the dicks card this time? Uh, okay. okay, I'm going to upload that fucking video I made. I didn't make that, I didn't make that video uh, uh, public. No? I only sent it to us. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought that was out there. No, I'll, right. I'll make it public. So you guys if, get to see that one when you guys see it. I, uh, <laughs> it'll be on Instagram or or probably on on TikTok because I'm there most of the time. We're immature idiots. <laughs> Ignore us. Yeah, I had some fun editing because I caught something. Well, yeah. actually. Uh, my buddy Baker caught something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah. Thanks for coming. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>